Welcome back to the On Life Podcast. Today we are talking about a topic that we've actually covered before. This is the first time that we have recovered a topic. But, but the people loved it. The people loved it. The people want more. Uh, I mean, I think, anyway. No one actually told me, but <laughs> I'm just assuming they want more because this is something we hear. This is probably the biggest thing we hear in online life is... <laughs> Uh, about time management. What kind of tips do you have for time management? I'm trying to juggle all this stuff in my life. How do I, like, are there some, you know, some some cheat codes maybe that I don't know about that could help me get through this program and still be seen? So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it again today, and we got some special guests here today. I'm gonna let John Carlo introduce them, but these are people that you have heard from before, ladies and gentlemen. John Carlo, who do we got? Yes, yeah, so we have two veterans in the house today that are going to help us discuss the topic of balancing life as an online student. So today we have Kristen Gary, Director of Graduate Life, and Eli Stewart, Associate Director of Graduate Life here at Liberty. Welcome. Woo-hoo, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks you guys so much for the invite. You guys were guests on season one yeah. of the podcast, and actually, I think it was one of the last episodes of season one that Eli was on, but it was actually like one of the first ones we ever recorded was yeah. was Eli. He was like the guinea pig for this thing. And it was a blast. It was incredible. And I'm so happy to be here again to do it all over. And believe it or not, <laughs> three seasons later, Kristen's episode and Eli's episode are two of the top three episodes, most listened to episodes of the podcast. So really? you guys are you guys are famous. Dang. Yes. Yeah. We'll be sending autographed photos out. Oh, please you. no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, as Brian kind of mentioned at the beginning, this is a much requested topic, maybe not explicitly, but kind of implicitly in the comments and the feedback and kind of the stories that we hear from students. So um, why would you guys say that balancing life is important? Like, why is it a valuable kind of skill to have? Yeah. So um, fun fact, I did time management last season, um, if you don't remember. So when Brian asked me to join again um, for this season and we roped in Eli, um, but I was like, what can we do different? Um, And I don't know how much we touched on, like, if you don't have time management skills, like what are the things that are actually going to happen? So whether be it at work, be it as an online student, um, in whatever capacity, if you don't have good time management skills, you can... um, suffer from things like increased stress and burnout, um, lack of work-life balance. (laughs) So, um, which is what we're talking about, right? Like, so that is a direct result of not having good time management skills. And I mean, the list goes on and on, like strained relationships, like trouble with decision-making. And it's based in research. So Mm -hmm. like, if you don't want all these negative outcomes, we probably need to work on how we can make time management a priority and something that we're all good at, or at least better at. I don't know if anyone's perfect at it. (laughs) I think that was my follow-up question was like, is this a skill that can be developed or is this something that some people are really good at and Mm -hmm. some people aren't? Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I think some personalities, like Eli and I were even talking yesterday, like um, I feel like my personality leans a little more type A, so I think inherently I'm going to have better time management. Um, But then there are some people who aren't type A, and that's 
perfectly fine and we need that you know um, we all have different gifts and things um, but I think to make it a priority um, you can get better at it and you're just going to have to find what technique or what um, skills you need to hone in on to make um, time management work for you and your schedule and your studies or your work life your family life etc. Why do you think it's such a struggle for people? Like, do you think it's partly because of that personality thing? Or do you think it's just something that we don't necessarily, like, cognitively think of? Or what do you think? Yeah. Uh, I think it can be both, honestly. Um, I think some people maybe don't care, honestly. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they're just like, meh. And they're go with the flow, you know, throw things to the wind. And that's completely fine. Um, but you're going to have some struggles, you know. Um, so I think a lot of that for those types of personalities are people who aren't inherently good at time management. Um, they're going to, again, just have to make that a priority and learn, like, how can I do this better? Um, and maybe they don't want to do it better. And, you know, that's your prerogative. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think, Eli? About um, why it's a struggle for many people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's tough uh, because I feel like I don't fall in the type A personality. I, um, I like my time to be open. I'm uh, quick to spontaneity. Um, and that's what is, it makes a spice of life, you know? <laughs> um, but I think, um, yeah, I guess it could be a struggle um, because, um, yeah, our time is, is our viewer time might just be different. Um, I'm honestly unsure. What do you guys think? <laughs> well, I feel like, and maybe an important caveat to say is that like, the implication in this conversation is not that like well-managed time is like the best thing ever. And then if you don't like that, like value that necessarily, like you're bad. I think I am like Kristen and that I'm very type A and very organized and time management is very important to me. But on the flip side, that means that like I'm not good at spontaneity and like yeah. I get anxious when things come up if I don't mm -hmm. feel like I've been in control. And so I think it's like a spectrum or a scale where we're all somewhere on that spectrum. Um, and so learning how to manage our time well or or less sometimes <laughs> might yeah. need to happen. Like, you know, if you have an assignment come up that you forgot about, like... Yeah, that's something you probably want to manage. Yeah, but also, like, if your kid gets sick, you know, there's only so much you can do when it comes to time management. And so, like, allowing the flex within the management, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask both of you guys, anyone can answer, what do you guys think is the, the line or the balance between being spontaneous and flexible and being like that's interesting having question. time management you know in your daily life Oof. i think it's important to i think it's all got to be in the context of, of you guys the online student you know um, that it really how do you balance um life with as while being a student and so i, I think like um the flex should be important um and maybe it's as simple as being um, taking the intentionality to to block off time to be spontaneous, even, um, but also allowing allotting that time for for work and for school and for the the main objective of uh, of being the the student to to happen. I say first and foremost. 
Yeah. So I think it's um, a priorities thing. Um, and you have to realize that you're only a student for a specific time. So there are going to be some things you're going to have to prioritize um, being a student over. Um, so maybe relationships for the time being um, or uh, I don't know, a hobby if you I keep thinking roller skate. Don't know why I'm thinking roller <laughs> that is skating. It's a very time consuming hobby. It, it, it yeah. can be, you know. Um, <laughs> and I'm not a roller skater, so I have no idea why that's in my mind. Um, but um, so I think you just have to put it in perspective of like, hey, I'm only a student for this time period. And so for now, my studies are going to come first. But you do have to balance, which is so hard. And like, I don't think I'm like a pro at it or Eli or anyone in this room or that anyone is perfect at it because there's no unfortunately for like people like me and maybe patty like i would love like a formula of like do x y and z and you're going to be a perfect time manager but that's just not the case unfortunately um so i think you have to look at your life you have to see what for lack of better words what season you're in um so if i'm a student or um a professor and that's like my main thing or xyz um and then go from there but then there's those non-negotiables right like i'm not gonna not prioritize my family so where does that fall in the picture or i still have to go to work but i'm a student so how does it like there's just no perfect um strategy but i think figuring out um what works best for you but knowing that sometimes you're gonna have to let things drop or sometimes you're just gonna have to prioritize like your studies because you are a student for these couple of years um but yeah i wish i had a formula for you guys but i just don't well i think you gotta have some grace and whatever the formula is yeah. right so obviously you're gonna have moments where you're doing really really well at time management and then there's gonna be some times where you do get it wrong yeah or you do say oh my gosh i totally forgot to do that mm-hmm. um that happens to me like you know i'll have everything planned out for my week get everything done and then all of a sudden something will pop out of left field and i'll be like that's due when Huh? <laughs> so, I have a podcast today. <laughs> so um, in those moments, I think it's good just to give yourself grace and say, you know what? Um, nobody's perfect. And, you know, the the efforts made to have good time management, but also there's going to be times where you do have to be flexible and you do have to just kind of roll with the punches. And I think that's OK. It's kind of making me think of when we had Ryan White on earlier mm. in the season and he talked about like good and bad habits and how it's like when we had a counseling session and yes all my yeah and so it's exposed. like the, oh. the presenting <laughs> concern that. that brian had was like the sink full of dishes but then it's like we got down to the root of it was just like you're spending a lot of time with family and friends which is good but then like yeah. the boundary associated with like okay but i need time to be home and to like do the dishes or whatever and it sounds in a way like time management is also closely tied to boundaries so like saying no to yourself like i need to get up and work on my paper even though i'm tired or i need to not go roller skating so that i can like (laughs) stay home and do this quiz or like actually did that last night we had the um, you didn't go roller skating i didn't go roller skating i also did not go to the football game we had we had somebody invite us to go and they're like hey i got these tickets for like the the luxury box and all this oh swanky and i told my wife i'm like we have not been home all week long yeah. And I'd love to just not do anything. And she was like, I, right. so 
had time to get the dishes done last night. Nice. Hey. Yeah. yeah, but it's Thanks, like... Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's already working. The counseling's working. But it's like, it's funny because this sounds kind of trite, I guess, but like time management, like management of something takes time and effort and intention. Yeah. It's not like a passive thing that just time will be used better. But, you know, enacting those boundaries and like communicating like, no, I need to stay home or yes, I do have time to do this or, you know, it's a, it's an active process, I guess. Hmm. What do you think some, um, techniques are that we could, we could try to implement as we try to grow in this area of time management? Are there any things that just right out of the box could kind of help us get a little better at this? Yeah. I mean, there are so many like different, um, apps or, you know, different techniques like time boxing and different things. And I think we might have touched on a couple in our a previous episode. Um, one that a couple I thought was pretty cool and different. They're more, one's an activity that you can do. Um, and it's called 60 seconds. You would need to be in a group. So like our group could do it technically. We're not going to, um, <laughs> but you have someone watching the group and um, everyone closes their eyes. And then once I or Eli or anyone in the room thinks a minute is up, you stand up. And so it like will give you an idea of how skewed like your perception of time could potentially be in my head. I'm like, it can't be that difficult. Like, count you know count 60 seconds in your head you know Mm. but (laughs) but at the same time it could give you a really good picture um of like how quickly time elapses too um especially I think when we're watching Netflix Mm. (laughs) myself included um (laughs) (laughs) do you spend hours and hours watching shows I wish I did but with a toddler (laughs) it just it doesn't happen yeah I turn on the tv when I'm getting ready in the morning and then I might watch like 30 minutes at night but I'm too tired to care too much about tv these days but um but yeah and um Another one that I found was pretty cool, which is apparently the Italian word for tomato. Um, Brian, listen up for your Italian roots here. <laughs> I'm going to butcher the name. I'm telling you this right now. But it's I'm called so, the, I'm so locked in here. <laughs> it's called the Pomodoro Technique. Um, and so it was named after the a kitchen timer. Um, that was a tomato. So, like, you know, I'm, like, doing the hand motions like the people in the podcast can see what I'm doing. But I'm turning a tomato kitchen timer. Um, But you do four cycles of 30 minutes. Um, So, in the first cycle, once 25 minutes is over, you take a five-minute break. So, basically, you pick a task. So, I have a paper due. Um, You set your 25-minute timer. After that 25 minutes is up, you go take a break for five minutes and then you come back and you do that same cycle three more times, taking five minute breaks. Um, and then at the very end, you take one long break. Um, and that's very similar to time boxing. Um, it's just a different technique um, that was developed, um, mm. which I thought the name was kind of cool. So I was like, of course, I'm going to talk about an Italian tomato at 9 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, um, <laughs> got to think about lunch already. <laughs> um, but those are two that I found that were like, a little different um, than kind of the norm. But um, Eli, I'm curious to know if like you have any, since you're a little personality is a little different than mine. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm trying to go off on um, personal experiences of when I was a grad student and it was all just block scheduling. Google, I, the school that I went to is um, 
you know, used Google everything, but yeah, it was my best friend through grad school. And color coordination, I, I think I turned into like, I, I look back on myself then and like, who are you? Like just on top of, um, and you kind of, I feel like you kind of had to if you wanted to be successful. Um, I know it's less of a technique, but maybe more of, um, of an encouragement, but just how important it was to block off uh, rest and block off, especially yeah. a Sabbath day. And I, um, I guess I had this idea in my head of what Sabbath looked like from church, and it was, you know, uh, in my head a Sunday or whatever, but I just, um, I truly wanted to allot a time uh, so it, it became like a, a Wednesday most like weeks of uh, where I had very like nothing was on my plate uh, with little expectations. And I know that maybe some of us can't do that, but just how important it is to uh, truly block off um, a period of uh, rejuvenating uh, rest. Um, but yeah, I yeah it's like guess. some good like boundaries to set, right? Yeah. Like um, I... Which is something. I'm, this is actually something, something I'm trying to get my wife to do, is mark off lunch on your calendar <laughs> as like a meeting on your calendar every day, so you can actually eat lunch. Because she is a people pleaser. Like she loves to just uh, like if somebody has something that they need, they come right to her desk, and she does. And so it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm just now eating lunch." I'm like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Where for me, like I have my lunch break blocked off every day. Where you, like if you try to set up a meeting, it won't let you. And, I th- you know, and that's just a small example, though, of like setting up some time for your, for like healthy boundaries in your life. I think that's that's a great point, Eli. Do you like books? Do you want to start reading but don't know where to begin? The online life team is dedicated to providing online students community and development during their degrees to find both in one place. Join one of our developmental book studies Our team will send you a copy of whichever book study you are looking to join and then conduct virtual meetings to discuss topics and questions that you may have. For more information, visit www.liberty.edu forward slash online student life and select personal resources. Welcome back to the On Life podcast, everybody. We are here with Eli and Kristen talking about time management um, and all the things associated with time management. So we've touched on boundaries. We've touched on relationships. We've talked on rest and Sabbath, which was exciting to hear. Um, So kind of like continuing along that line, what are some maybe things that you guys have incorporated? I'd love to hear more, Eli, about, you know, you mentioned, I look back and I'm like, who was that guy? So it is is a skill that we can enact for a season and then go back to being maybe more type B. But um, yeah, just like what are things that you guys have done or successes that you have experienced as a result of kind of that effort you've put in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I can't think of specific examples, but uh, it's it beats the alternative <laughs> of uh, rushing around like the chicken with your head cut off. And I think uh, Kristen put some really great examples in too. Like it's not just... Um, I don't know. It's not just getting sidelined with the deadlines of your life. It's it really affects relationships. It uh, it affects uh, a lot of deeper things. So I think um, being cognizant, being aware, being intentional about your time is is really helpful. Um, to do that while being a student is um, it's not just turning in things well, but it's it's living 
that robust life that we all need where we're not just robots programmed to, to do school and to, to do tasks. To be a time manager means like you are caring for yourself. You are um, um, being a whole, a whole being that's, um, you know, with a physical body, taking care of yourself, exercising, um, you know, doing this mental game of classwork, but also you're uh, a social being that needs to be feel loved and cared for by others. So uh, how do you implement that time for, for others? Um, so I think being um, aware and intentional in the, these ways um, will help you in the long run. Because we want you to be successful, and that means turning in your assignments on time. It also means, like, again, living a full, a full and healthy life. Yeah, I know for me, and it's something I'm still working on. Um, I'm a proud member of the counseling club, as in I go to counseling. Um, but trying to uh, work on being present, and I think I like to think of myself as this great time manager, right? I'm type A, I do things perfectly, which isn't the case. I know deep down I'm not perfect, but sometimes us type A's can have that mindset of like, get on the go and just keep going, you know? Um, but like, I've really been wanting to work on being present, especially with having a daughter. Um, and cause sometimes I'd find myself like just sitting with her and my mind's racing of all the things that I still need to get done. And so I, I couldn't live in the moment that I'll never get back one with her and you're never going to get back a season, any season you're in technically, whether it's, um, you being a student or, your first year of marriage or XYZ. Um, so really just trying um, to be present. Um, and what that looks like as far as time management is I think sometimes um, you do have to let some things go. Um, and that just comes back to prioritizing like the relationships that mean the most to you, the schoolwork, which God has called you to come and do. So obviously that needs to be a priority, but some of the other things like catching up on your Netflix show or, you know, saying no to some hangouts, but then there are going to be those days where it's like, man, my soul needs community and I need refreshing in that way. And so you're going to have to find that perfect balance for you. Um, and it's just so hard. Like as, as we're talking, I'm like, maybe I'm not a good time manager. Like I'm second guessing <laughs> uh, everything now. Cause I'm like, man, I like just want to be able to, you know, help everyone, you know, figure out their niche for time management. And I think it's just so has to be so personalized to the individual, but something, I think I might've mentioned this last time we had you on the podcast, but I'll bring it back up. Something, um, a previous small group leader of mine had our like small group do was, I don't remember how many hours in a week you have, but it was literally like write down roughly average per week, how much time you spend doing everything. So like if you get eight hours of sleep a night, if it takes you 30 minutes to get ready in the morning, if you commute for 20 minutes, if you're at work for X number of, you know, meal prep on Sunday is this many hours, you know, and then add all of that up and then figure out how much free time you actually have. Um, Because it could be, it was pretty, I mean, like revealing to me that I was like, oh my gosh, I really do scroll on Instagram for like (laughs) a lot. Like I have time. Mm. It's just that I'm not using the time well and so I kind of do that like I don't write it all out but I do the mental exercise like maybe once a year to like Mm -hmm. check myself to be like okay I feel completely overwhelmed like I don't have a lot of time but and that's again if you need to like scroll for 20 minutes to like reset your brain do it I'm not I'm a big fan of that (laughs) but you know just keeping in mind like 
I think a lot of us have more time than we think we do in the big scheme yeah. of things. So I have yeah. a question. Yeah. Uh, so you guys were talking about how important it is to prioritize things, cleaning the dishes every now and then and finding this balance, you know, in life. So I wanted to ask you guys, four of you, what are some things you guys do to recharge, let's say, because I feel many online students who relate mm. to you guys having full-time jobs, being parents and all of those things. And I feel like, okay, yeah, you work, you do this, but what are some practical things or things, hobbies or stuff you like to do in order to recharge and not be burned out? Yeah, I adhere to a very strict uh, code of life. Um, I've committed to a, a, a strict Sunday nap policy <laughs> um, where after church, I, um, yeah, I, I get the fluffiest blanket that I own. Um, I eat a nice bowl of cereal and I lay down on my couch um, for, yeah, an hour or two to nap. But I, I think, yeah, uh, that's, and sometimes I try to live that out as a non-negotiable for my life too. I, I feel like it's something I treat myself with um, that I've really enjoyed doing. And maybe that's just me getting old too. <laughs> Dude, Sunday naps hit different. Yeah. I don't have that strict code. I wish I did, but I love a good Sunday afternoon nap. So. Yeah, it's quality. Um, I go to the gym. I don't know. Um, hey. Yeah, I started last december almost a year doing yoga which i ran into eli at the yoga studio guys do yoga do with yoga me. yeah thursday mornings <laughs> um, you guys should all come yeah his mom People teaches the class yeah, like shout out shout out to mama julie yeah um but if i am like oh my gosh i just cannot move my body i'm so tired i just want to like but you know um i knit which feels like a good way to like be productive i can like see like the production but i'm physically sedentary i guess um and like writing like journaling creative writing kind of getting my thoughts out of my brain i think those are all roughly the same equally filling so mine kind of depends on the time of year so if it's like cold and i can't do outdoor stuff then i'm usually you know binging that netflix show <laughs> or um playing some video games something like that just Something where I'm able to just kind of disconnect from reality for a little bit uh, is is really nice. During the summertime and the spring and even some of the fall when it's not so freezing cold, I try to get outside and go for walks or work in the yard or um, go fishing. Just something to get some fresh air and some sun on my face is uh, just kind of helps me like relax and kind of recenter and um kind of recharge before I have to get back to that busy task list. So mm -hmm. uh, that's what works for me. That's awesome. What about you, Kristen? Well, I'm a big tan fan. I'm a tan. I'm very tan. I'm not tan at all. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of retail therapy, but I don't feel like I should encourage people to do that's that. That's a separate episode of the podcast. <laughs> I know. We need to get the counselor back on here for that one. Good bad <laughs> habits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, you know, finding what refreshes your soul. Um, and for me, I think it's, I love crafting. I find that, like, peaceful. So whether it's, like, painting something or... Um, I don't know. Sometimes it can be as simple as me reorganizing something honestly makes me feel better or like, I don't know. It's like I, a I have, peaceful activity for me. I, ha I have actually seen you reorganize Ooh, the closet in our <laughs> office multiple times. 
it's it's just my go-to, especially from stressed. Yeah. I'm like, this is what I can control, and it's the storage room. <laughs> but um, it's like that. Um, I know that you love Olaf. Yeah, I do. But it's like that line from Frozen where he's like, "This is called like managing what we can control." What they call yes. the kids. Me is Olaf. Olaf is me. Um, <laughs> excuse my incorrect grammar there. Um, but also just like spending time with, you know, people who like pour into my life. I think that's some of the mm. like biggest ways that we can like find refreshment for like our souls as well. So Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. Thanks for coming back on the podcast yeah. for a second yeah. time. Hopefully it was a good experience. Great experience. All right. <laughs> That's good. Eli had a face earlier, and I was like, oh, Eli's not enjoying himself. He was thinking about the donut I offered <laughs> no, him. <laughs> I did hear a stomach growl, so that might yeah, have been we it. we were talking about donuts before the show, and now we're all just sitting here thinking about donuts. I'm so. a hungry hippopotamus, <laughs> as they say. Now, before we all go, we're asking a question to all of our guests this season, and I would really love to hear both of your um, answers for this. Uh, what words of encouragement do you have for online students who might be struggling with like the work school balance or just maybe just general words of encouragement that you might have for an online student? I kind of think back to a newsletter uh, for grad life that has not gotten sent yet um, due to technological <laughs> issues. Um, but in there, we wanted to add a little piece of encouragement and it just came back to mind for this. So hopefully it encourages you guys as you're listening um, but you know, and I mentioned earlier too, like, um, this is just a season. Um, and like, I can remember so many hard seasons, like in my life or when I was in grad school, when I was in undergrad, um, you know, family things that happen and on every season now I can look back and see God's hand in it. And you may not see God's hand right now. You may, you may not see God anywhere, his hand, his face, nothing. And, um, but like one day my encouragement to you is I know you're going to look back and see that and you're going to see how God was working in the time management issues that you have in your families, in your work situations. Um, and it's, it's not always easy and none of us are perfect at it. Um, but just keep going. And, um, I know all of our team here is here for you if you ever needed anything, um, or we could help you anyway, but we're definitely praying for you as students. Um, so hopefully that helps a little. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I definitely want to add to that. Like it's an incredible thing that you guys are doing entering into, uh, online schooling to do schooling in general is really, uh, quite the step. And so I hope that you feel, uh, proud of yourself, um, for this, um, next phase of your life and this season that you're entering into and have kind of been in for the last few weeks. Um, know that I think Brian made a great, uh, point of grace and giving yourself grace. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, uh, to do school and I am, uh, you know, I just did grad school. I serve grad students here at Liberty. And I think t for that, especially, you know, it's, it's just being comfortable with, uh, being uncomfortable is <laughs> learning a content really specifically that might be a little tougher. And I, I could say the same about undergrad as well, but, um, it's just, um, a lot of what you're into, uh, this season, it's strenuous on purpose, um, and for a reason. So understanding that's what you're stepping into, um, patting yourself on the back for the step that you've made. Um, and knowing that, uh, yeah, it's, it's little intentional steps of your life to make this really successful and to um, continue to remember that it's, it's, um, 
yeah, you're not the robot. <laughs> you, you know, even though uh, right now all that's in your face is like the next headline, the next thing, like you're a, a full, um, fleshy, uh, soft person. <laughs> and that means I think it's uh, understanding that rest is important yeah. to not do the all-nighters. Um, there might be the, the season for that, I guess, but you don't have to do that to yourself. And just because you have the free time doesn't mean you need to feel every waking hour with something it's okay mm -hmm. so um you're doing great and we love you so so much i don't even know you um but we all love you uh, big time well that's uh, that's a great way to end the episode thank you so much guys for being here uh before you leave though we do have our patty questions which uh we were just talking yesterday about season four of the podcast and i'm not gonna give any spoilers but uh i'm looking forward to uh to this part of the episodes next year it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a good time all right we got two separate questions here so Kristen, what'd you get uh, can we start with eli oh, okay. i read yeah. mine already and i'm like and you're like oh i'm thinking of funny answers not <laughs> serious ones <laughs> mine's uh did i play sports growing up and if yet which sports oh, oh my gosh yeah. season yeah. one it has the answer to this oh yeah. nice um i did a bunch of sports, um, but I grew up predominantly wrestling. I was a wrestler, um, and that's what I did uh, through college and high school. It was a really cool gig, um, and I got cool ears to, to show for it. I got the cauliflower ear. Um, so uh, that's, that's me. <laughs> that's me. That's me. That's me. Yeah, Eli's actually uh, taught me some some wrestling moves yeah wrestling as wrestling. i call them so <laughs> yeah i don't think i'll ever use them but it's uh it's good camaraderie <laughs> office, yeah. office camaraderie i don't think you're allowed to wrestle in the office but uh. yeah. mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to plead the fifth on this one because <laughs> i have things i could say speaking of things i could say if you were an article of clothing what oh, would boy. you be Ooh. i know i just feel like none of them are that great <laughs> like and I just want to say sock for some reason. But, oh. like, I don't want to be on people's stinky feet. But at the same time. Yeah. You could be a roller skate. You want. Oh, but that's not an article of clothing. Maybe. You could be it like is roller, roller skaters. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, temporary sock they give you at the store when you try on shoes. Wait, what, what, what's, no, what's no. That's like a panty like Absolutely. Item. No, no. I'm, like, the comfy sock that you wear in the winter. Like, oh, the really, like, kind of, like, Chanel one. fabric. Oh. It's like you always want it when you see it in the store, but you're like, when am I going to wear these socks? But then they come in handy on that one day that you need it the most. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make meaning out of something. You and don't want it, but it comes in handy. <laughs> no one wants me but i come in handy i tell you oh, uh, story of my life but oh. no i'm joking i'm joking i would yeah i'm just gonna leave it there i, I like part of the podcast, truly wish i could pick a new question but <laughs> it's fine it's fine do you want to do the sports question uh yeah if you pick a item of clothing you yeah, are we'll switch um <laughs> i was a dancer cheerleader and play volleyball there you go. So, you know, debatable if people think cheerleading and dancing is a sport, but, you know. Were you one of those people that spiked sure it? Spike, no. I've only played two years for volleyball, oh, okay. and I was, um, it was junior half volleyball. So, but yeah. I feel like that's the only reason why I would play volleyball is just because I'd want to try to spike it, and I'd probably oh, be really bad at it. I wasn't a good spiker. I could set. I could set it uh, up for the I spiker. I received a spike to the face one time. Oh, buddy. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's Just the cool. once. That was like the last time I played volleyball. I was like, this is not for me. And Never again. Yeah. <laughs> Article of clothing, go Eli. I'm a nice flannel shirt. Oh, 
That's oh. such a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Rugged, functional. Functional, kind of hipster. Um, <laughs> all the makings of, a, of an Eli. I would actually <laughs> totally agree with that. I can see, I, I can see that. Thank okay. you. What about uh, Patty, Giancarlo? <gasps> you could pick anyone, sports or clothing. Um, growing up, I also danced and played soccer and field hockey. Ooh. Um, field hockey, that's cool. Yeah, and then more recently, I fenced, which I think I've also said on the podcast. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. fine. Swashbuckler. Um, and then <laughs> clothing, I think I would be like an oversized like sweater. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Freshly knitted by yours truly. Oh. So, okay. Yeah. Still um, hate my answer. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> For me, I grew up playing mainly soccer and tennis, and I also did track and field in high school, like sprinting, 100 meters, and that stuff. And for clothing, I think I'm, I would choose a hoodie, like a black or white hoodie. One nice. of those Classic. Yeah, a comfy black or white hoodie. Hmm. That's nice. awesome. I did, believe it or not, I know by looking at me you can't tell this, but I actually ran track and cross country. Nice. I also did a little soccer, and uh, my my biggest sport passion was uh, baseball. I was a center fielder. Nice. And uh, mainly because I could throw really hard, but not very accurately. So they put me out in center field and I just threw it towards the pitcher and it got <laughs> somewhere into the infield that it needed to go. Nice. Uh, if a hit ever came out. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um, article of clothing. Man, I really don't know. I don't want to say pass because that's that's lame, but First thing come to my head would be like a winter hat with like the little pom pom on top. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's good. Great. Because it's like it's functional, but it's also kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know. I remember when <laughs> Mark Hyde was here. He Did said he say that he said a toboggan, which was yeah, a kind was like, of hat. A sled? But I've never heard it called a toboggan before. Toboggan. Well, he's from Canada. Isn't yeah, I was like, he's a, yeah. that's what we call him in Canada. But I think it was something similar. So you and Mark Hyde can be yeah. hanging right. out we'll on the hat rack. Together. We'll be hats. All right. Well, uh, before we sign off, I do want to say, and I'm going to say this earlier in our next episode, but we're doing a finale episode this season that's going to highlight you guys, the listener. So we haven't done this before, but we want to hear your questions, your comments, your feedback, your encouragement, whatever you got. Send it to online studentlife at liberty.edu and put podcast in the subject line. You can send us a Voice memo, if you want your actual audio, like if you want your voice on the podcast, you, hey, man, we'll put you on there. Or you could just send us an email with your comments, and we'll read them. Also, social media is easier. Feel social free. Social media, yeah. Like so if you follow us Facebook or on the online Instagram. life accounts, uh, send that to us as well. So we want to kind of have like a big finale episode where we talk about our favorite moments of the season and probably play some bloopers and just have a good time and hear from you guys, the listeners. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, be sure you send us your comments, questions, concerns. My professor used to say questions, comments, smart remarks. Smart remarks. We'll if take you have those any too. Of those. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. Anytime. Uh, when I heard that I could have the entire Grad Life team on the podcast at one time, I was I was very excited. So. Mm-hmm. Go Grads. Uh, John Carlo, did I miss anything? No. No. Okay. All right. Well then. This has been the On Life Podcast. Living in abundance wherever God puts you. The On Life Podcast is a production of the Office of Student Life at Liberty University. 